0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello. Gonna tell you a little bedtime tale, legend it will become. Burgers flying out the door, sail along. Two for one, no concern for the future. Living for today. Fast food, bite on your way. Lay it all to waste. The masses are afflicted now. Moo, mad cow. Mad cow. Mad cow, mad cow,
1: line dance song. Hey, Sungai Nation, welcome to the show special time here on Friday afternoon. Song guy along with the coach with the most coming ass from coast to coast. He doesn't mean to brag, but he has to boast because his favorite sandwich is hot roast. Coach Mike Jones, some show notes for you today. If you're looking for some professional wrestling, tonight, WCWO at the Outlaw Arena, 1151 South Kentucky Avenue in Indianapolis, Indiana. FGW in Hamilton, Ohio. AFW in Sevierville, Tennessee, PPW in Elizabethton, Tennessee, PWG in East Hampton, Massachusetts, Tomorrow Night Revolver, where you can find myself in Las Vegas, Nevada, JICW in Martinsville, Indiana, Earl Wrestling King in Bourbon, Indiana, Supreme in Madison, Indiana, OVW in Gracie, Kentucky, PRW in Chicago, Illinois, NWF in Cincinnati, Ohio, EPW in Franklin, Ohio, AWA in Waldorf, Maryland, AWR in Indianapolis, Indiana, and NWE in Phoenix, Arizona. So get out there, support some local independent professional wrestling wherever you may find it. (laughs) Coach, lots going on. Still waiting on our guest to arrive, but I know we have also coming up NGW coming back to live action with the Strawberry Festival co-promoted with, of course, CPW. There's going to be some NGW representation at the Strawberry Fest. There is. Wild Lyle's defending his uh, undisputed
0: heavyweight title against chuck Payne, that should be a battle they've they've clashed a couple times before in classic matches also sunny days will be there and moondog ace and myself and hank miller might even make
1: an appearance the nice man Hank miller is he going to ring announce i don't think so because uh, he already got your critique on his ring announcing well, maybe. Plus, you know, Dimitri might punch him in the nose if he tries to take the microphone. <laughs>
0: Hank's a nice guy. He wouldn't do that.
1: I didn't say he wasn't. I'm just saying, you know, Dimitri's been hyped up for the Strawberry Festival so long. He might just punch him in the nose if he goes for that mic. Yeah, that's true.
0: And then uh, Hank Miller is, is currently purchased... The Hank Miller Invitational Battle Royal Championship. And it's the first the first time it's going to be defended, it's going to have the CPW and NGW plates on there also. And every other league that we work with, we're going to try to get their plates on there also.
1: Now, I won one of the greatest battle royals in the history of battle royals in Bremerton, Washington. I last eliminated Randy the Pimp Taylor. Some say... It was 27 and three-quarter stars. Wow. Amazing. It really was. I also won the HPW 15-year anniversary battle royal via Castigo Excessivo, a Lucha <laughs> Libre rule. Wow. Okay. And then you even gented the, the concrete ones down there. Well, that was the HPW 15-year anniversary show. When I did it before, okay. that was, of course, the excessive violence, which is what Castigo Festival is.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, and that was a Barnett thought it of... was
1: very excessive. He also thought I was dead.
0: Well, of course, with the unique way those firemen threw you out of the ring, I'm sure that's nobody has ever thrown someone out of the ring like that, as far as I
1: know. I've not seen it. I've lectured <laughs> people on not to do that. But um, you know how the Stomp yeah. and Steve Scrooge Safety Squadron can be. Yeah. I still think Sharp Payne Joanac paid them a few dollars to have that happen.
0: Exactly. And then, of course, July 16th, CPW and NGW again will be working, debuting at Fitness Quest in Auburn, at the Auburn Super Mall in Washington here. For a, a showcase show to showcase some of the top talent in the world, and then they've got one of the greatest MMA and boxing and grappling programs there right there with some of the top coaches in the world.
1: Indeed, they do. Now, coach, years ago, Pinnacle Pro Wrestling used to run at the Auburn Super Mall. Yes, when it was called Vision
0: Quest. So, they've got a quite. Uh, cool story that could be produced, the Vision Quest to Fitness Quest story that's still going today. Uh, I'm sure that's going to be a bestseller. And I I just gave Brad, the owner, Brad Schwartz, who's a six-time world champion, he's on his way to Portland to go for a, Poland, I mean, to go for a seventh world championship next month. But I just gave him a sample chapter of my book. And who knows? Maybe I'll be the one writing their story.
1: Possibly. Now, Coach, a long story history there at the Auburn Supermall for pro wrestling. In the pinnacle era, people such as John Horton, who was Craig Johnson for Global Wrestling Federation, the longtime announcer. He was there. Davey Richards performed there many, many times. Harry Smith and TJ Wilson, who went on to WWE careers directly out of Pinnacle, regulars there at the Super Mall. Jack Evans, a regular at the Super Mall. AEW superstar Colt Cabana performed at the Super Mall. Long storied history there. Also, WWE diva legend, Ivory made her only pinnacle appearance at the Super Mall. Nice. Yeah, and
0: Ivory lives lives up there in Friday Harbor, where I got to be on the Pat O'Day Celebrity Golf Tournament with her a couple times. And it sort of sucks. Pat ended up dying. He had 29 celebrity classics. We are just about to do the 30th one. And he was going to make it where me and Ivory got to do a wrestling show there. But it never happened because he
1: ended up passing away. Oh, well, maybe at some point that idea can be resurrected. Exactly.
0: I've talked to his son, Jerry O'Day. He's, he's a, quite the promoter himself. He's got ties in the rock and roll industry and has his own thing, too. So, yep, maybe one, one year we could do that.
1: Now, also, Coach, at the uh, Fitness Quest there in the Super Mall last year, that was the site of a one-off benefit show slash birthday show for Kendall Marie out of the Pacific Northwest, the Duke Spock Kid. And that is where I made my timekeeper debut. I'd never time kept until that night, and in the main event of that particular show was Maserati, who just on Wednesday wrestled in a match taped for AEW Dark, and she wrestled for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship against Mercedes Martinez. It was a Maserati versus a Mercedes. Nice.
0: And then you're down there currently in Vegas right now, right? The uh, attendance from aew events.
1: I am. I was at Dynamite this past Wednesday. We saw several Pacific Northwest based talents there, including Aubrey Edwards, who came out of three two one battle, of course, and Brian Danielson, who got his start, Pacific Northwest from auburn from uh, Aberdeen, Washington. There are some Northwest Ties there. Sweet. And then you're still going to be going to some more events, right? Yes. Later this afternoon, less than two hours from now, Rampage will be there. We'll be at Rampage. Tomorrow I'll be hitting the Fan Fest. And then, of course, Sunday, the huge Double or Nothing pay-per-view third-year anniversary for AEW, whom at the time, three years ago, people said they would be folded after a few months. They were nothing more than a T-shirt company. Look where they are now, Coach.
0: Goodness, I know. And then look at all the turnbuckle turmoil guests that they have, S- Thunder Rosa, Dan Housen, and many others, right?
1: Rick Knox, Brian Rimsburg. Um, Johnny Silver.
0: Sweet. All right. Cool. And then we're still waiting for our guest, Nick
1: Hamrick. Is this his He's first
0: time on? Running
1: a pinch late, uh, it might be. He he might have got the time a bit wrong. We had to switch times a little bit to accommodate Rampage because of the St. Louis Blues and. The Colorado Avalanche game, of course, throwing a wrench into the timing of Rampage. Did you message Nick again? I did. Nothing yet. What I don't know if he checked his his Twitter messages. Hopefully, he did. And what about his manager, A. Dick Vickers? Uh, haven't heard from him either. So, they might have... Decided to hop a plane flight to Vegas for Rampage. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, since you won't be able to make my the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast tomorrow when
0: I'm going to be doing the Cincinnati Reds report, how about let's go over a little bit of Cincinnati? They look like they have came alive in the last week.
1: They're doing much better, including a blowout of a win just last night. Yeah, and, and Joey Votto's heated up. He does every May, Coach, every May. And then they usually a good four to six weeks before he actually comes alive, really. And then they usually have a good May
0: also, historically.
1: Yes, they had a fez-awful April, of course. Fez-awful. It was brutal. But they've, in the last two to three weeks, started to do a turnaround. I don't think they're going to break the Mets record for most losses in a season now, but still a long way to go. It's a marathon, not a sprint, but they're doing better now. But June, historically, a slow month. So Reds fans all over the world on the edge of their seats waiting to see how this shakes out. Yes, and some other
0: exciting news for the Reds. Turnbuckle turmoil guest. Survivor star, former manager of Coach Mike Jones, and in the real school army, the one and only Johnny Fairplay threw out the first pitch the other day.
1: He did. And also attending the game and hanging out in the clubhouse with Johnny Fairplay, NWA owner, Billy Corgan. Yes. And
0: today, the Reds are hosting... The San Francisco Giants, which looks like a tall order. The Giants are 24-19, and the Reds are 14-30 now. San Francisco's going with Rendon, who's 4-3. And, and Cincinnati's countering with Ashcraft, who's 0-0 with a
1: 4-15. Yes, Josh Ashcroft making the start. Hopefully he'll have a solid... Batting lineup behind them And the Giants Won't put up a giant score
0: Exactly Yeah and you know Tyler Stevenson still having a great year Batting 310 with 4 home runs And 23 RBIs Tommy Pham on his what What's he called The revenge tour Batting 233 with 5 homers And 17 RBIs He is
1: Calling it the revenge tour Unfortunately for Reds fans, he already announced he's not coming back. Yeah. And Albert uh
0: Almora Albert's having a good start. Batting three fourteen with
1: four RBIs. He's having a good couple of weeks for sure. And then Aquino, what he
0: he hit two two home runs in the in a game the other day, didn't he?
1: Yes, Aquino did that. He dropped off the mountain after he was here in Seattle. He had that monster tear when they were playing the Mariners a few years ago. He looked like he was going to be an unbelievable superstar. Fell right off the mountain into barely above Mendoza the last couple of years. Hasn't done all that well, but hopefully he'll rebound this season.
0: Yeah, and then yesterday Hunter Green got his second win. He's now two and six with a five eighty nine. And then other top performers for the Reds yesterday. Kyle Farmer, four for four with two two home runs, five RBIs and three runs. And Senzil was four for four with two walks RBI and three runs. And also Almora three for five with three RBIs and three runs.
1: Indeed so Nick Simzel. Coming off that uh, injury, hopefully he's all right now and things will look good for him there at third. And then I
0: think the the Reds have actually topped the guy catching the ball with the baby, with the with the no hitter losing the no hitter with with a, on a fielder's choice, and then this 20 run game with 20 hits. I think those are better highlights than the baby the guy catching the ball with the baby.
1: I don't think anything will top that. He didn't lose a drop of formula. He just casually reached up and caught that ball. He had no glove. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right, yeah. He didn't even watch it. He just reached up and caught it, did not have his eye on the ball coming at him. He was looking at the baby. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was quite the, quite the trick there, yes. Okay, and then in today's lineup against Carlos Rendon for the Reds, not many people have faced him, but Tyler Stevenson is batting five hundred with no homers and no RBIs, but Joey Votto is really doing good against Rendon. He's six sixty seven with two RBIs and three at-bats. That's not
1: too bad. He's two of three. Yeah,
0: and then nobody on the San Francisco has faced Ashcraft yet.
1: It happens.
0: And then would you like to continue on the minor leagues for uh, the Reds, or, or do you want to
1: continue to talk wrestling? Well, I wasn't able to catch up on the last couple of days of the minor league, so I'd be out of the loop a little bit. Okay, well, I do got some information
0: about the Louis- Louisville, as you've told me they're called, which I keep calling yeah. them Louisville. Um, let's see what they're doing here. Let me see. They had the day the off yesterday. They're called. Okay. They're they're hosting Omaha today. Omaha's twenty two and twenty one and Louisville is fifteen and twenty eight. They've had a rough year so far.
1: Yes, they did. Now, Omaha has a man on the team who's uh, been tearing it up in the minor leagues. He had a great spring at the Dodgers facility, almost made the Dodgers. He's out of Columbus, Indiana, which is home of Hoosier Pro Wrestling, where I happen to be in the Hall of Fame. All right, nice.
0: That What an honor. And then...
1: Today Louisville is going with Minor.
0: He's 0-2 with the 450, and Omaha's countering with Ubik, who's 0-1 with a 7.04. So it looks like the bats might have an advantage, being at home and going against a pitcher with a 7.04 ERA.
1: They probably do. Now, can we confirm, Coach, if the starting pitcher for Louisville today was to make the jump to the big league? Would he have to change his name to Major? <laughs> Maybe. And Mike Miner is
0: is a Major League veteran. Looks like he must be on a rehab stint.
1: Uh, yeah, he is.
0: Okay, yeah. He's not a bad pitcher, the left-hander. Uh, I think he's a winner, you know, so hopefully he gets up there and makes a difference.
1: Hopefully hopefully he won't have a fez awful June because June always worries Red Stans historically.
0: Yeah. And then today Chattanooga, the lookouts, they won last night seven to five. They're they're hosting it looks like Birmingham. Birmingham's fifteen and twenty seven and Chattanooga's twenty three and nineteen in the it's a firework spectacular at AT&T Field there in Chattanooga tonight.
1: Very nice. Uh, Coach, did you recall that Birmingham was where Michael Jordan played his baseball in his minor league career? No, I forgot that. Yeah, he, he was de- definitely he a Birmingham baron.
0: And he made it to the Chicago White Sox. They must have been their affiliate back then.
1: Uh, yes, they were. They were the double-A uh, yeah, affiliate for the White Sox. I don't think Michael Jordan ever made it to the White Sox, though. Yeah, he did. I think he did. Uh, not that I recall. He practiced with the White Sox a few times, which is what oh, Paul said I'm him to try his hand out of. I yeah. don't think he ever formally made the big it, it, club.
0: And then he he was in spring training, so he had the uniform on to get pitchers and stuff. So, yeah, you're right. I think he did just play double-A.
1: Yeah, I believe so. He didn't fare very well at all. Okay, but and last night. To be night, fair, he did leave the tour bus with the team after he left to go back to basketball. Okay, yeah. And then last night, the Dayton
0: Dragons, who are 28-13, and 13, they lost. To West Michigan Who's 19 and 23 With a football score They lost 9 to 6 In West Michigan there last night
1: The air must have been A little bit on the uh, Not so humid side for it to travel like that Yeah And Dela Cruz
0: was 1 for 3 With 2 runs And a walk He's now batting 274 We're keeping an eye on him
1: Yes. Now, all the offense is sort of a bonus out of him. He was the defensive end out of the shortstop prospect. And they have a few now, right? Uh, They have a couple that looks like they might uh, be the shortstop of the future. So someone's going to have to move. Yeah. And then McGarry's really doing good
0: down there. He's batting 337 with 11 home runs and 32 RBIs for uh, the Dragons.
1: Indeed so.
0: Yeah, let's see what we can find out. Alex McGarry. He's out of Oregon State. He was born in Vancouver, Washington. So that's really cool.
1: And he he
0: hasn't. Sam Sims
1: resides.
0: Okay. And he's only got 400 bats in the minor leagues, but he's got 22 home runs already in the minor leagues.
1: So he's looking
0: like a bright not, star.
1: Yeah, not too bad. Okay,
0: let's go to Daytona for the Tortugas. Okay, the, today Pemberton is in Daytona. Pemberton is 15 and 27. And Daytona's hosting them. They're 18 and 24 and that's at Jackie Robinson Ballpark today. Do you know uh, do you have anything on Daytona? Or or yeah, Daytona.
1: Uh I don't have too many notes just cuz I'm traveling so I wasn't able to keep track too well, but hopefully Daytona is some cranking out some quality players for the future. Yeah, they're going with Chase Perry today. He's 0-2
0: with the 405. And the Cardinals are going with Brian Pope, who's 0-0 with the 079. Man, that's quite the ERA there for Pemberton.
1: That's not bad at all. No.
0: Okay, well, so anyway, also uh, Dean Cooper got to wrestle down there. Did you get to see him?
1: I've not seen the ultimate guy, Dean Cooper. Um, I know he has an AEW match next week, I believe. He he already wrestled one. I've seen highlights of it. Uh, he's wrestled a few AEW matches. Okay. Yeah, but I believe yeah. he is scheduled for next week to be in a tag match, if I understood correctly. Okay, yeah, and the Mariners have really fell on hard times. My
0: goodness. We we lost the series to the Oakland A's, and we captured the last place in the West. And, you know, a lot of people were writing off the A's, which i seen from the beginning when they told the pitching matchups, I was like, no, no, no. Oakland is not an easy team to beat here. The starting pitchers for Oakland was better than the starting pitchers for the Mariners. So I knew right away we were in trouble.
1: Absolutely. Oakland's no slouch. And
0: then uh, one of the pitchers that beat us uh, on Wednesday is uh, Paul Blackburn. He's the guy the Mariners got rid of in 2016 and he had something to prove he's now 5-0 and with a 170 era so uh he's definitely was is no slouch and that that era and his record is no joke
1: it seems like when people leave the mariners they find success
0: it definitely i know or the vice versa they they're all stars come here and then all of a sudden they're not all stars until they leave again is that a Milton Bradley reference? I think so, yeah. Even though I liked him. I he, to me he's always been a winner, you know. So today the Mariners are hosting the Astros at T Mobile Park. Mariners are eighteen and twenty seven and the Astros are twenty nine and sixteen. On paper, once again, this does not look like a good game for the Mariners. We got future Hall of Famer uh, Justin Verlander's coming back to Seattle. He's six and one with the 122 ERA, coming off Tommy John surgery. The Mariners are countering with Chris Flexen, who's had a heartbreaking season. He's one and six with a 4.98. He's got no run support this year. In most of his starts, the Mariners have scored one or two runs, or one or zero
1: runs. They always have one starting pitcher that on paper should have a really solid season, but for whatever reason, there's no run support in any of the games that they start. Exactly. King Felix, for example. Yes, there's always just one pitcher Every single season, it seems like, and that always happens, where they should have this dominant season, Cy Young contender, but they get no run support, so they, on paper, look much worse than they actually are.
0: And I'm looking at the matchups for today's game, and there is good news for the Mariners fans and people in the Northwest here. Kyle Lewis is batting five hundred with a home run and an RBI against Justin Verlander. So we're glad to see him back in the lineup.
1: Indeed. So hopefully it'll come out the Azul Angels entrance music.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then for for the Astros against Flexen, Jordan Alvarez is batting 429 with two home runs and five RBIs. That's not very good. And then the rookie, Jeremy Pena, is batting 667 with an RBI for the Astros.
1: going to be a good game, though. I think it's going to be an interesting game to watch. Definitely.
0: And then Julio Rodriguez, um, on the ratings right now, it shows that Jeremy Pena is ahead of Julio Rodriguez for the Rookie of the Year. But Julio Rodriguez has really warmed up in uh, May. He's probably going to be in the running for the Player of the Month for May. We'll see how it goes, especially if he can have some more solid games.
1: Most definitely. They got just a few more days in May, but if he finishes strong, he might just pick it up. Yeah, and after a slow April, he
0: only batted 205 in April, but right now he's at 267 with five home runs and 20 RBIs, and I think he leads the league in stolen bases with 13. And he also hit home runs in two days in a row um, this last week in T-Mobile Park.
1: Not too bad. All right. So
0: anyway, uh, my goodness, might have to start reading or something, huh? <laughs> is, where the hell's Maybe. Lance Dean?
1: He, he's been stricken with the COVID.
0: Oh, shoot. Yeah, so is the, so is the singer and guitar player for the Never Were. Uh, they're going to be performing it. They're supposed to be performing at the Fitness Quest show on July 16th, but he's been out with COVID for three weeks now.
1: And, uh, do you think seen team something to do with it?
0: I don't think so, but my prayers are out to Joe Love. He's the guy who, who helped me uh, do my song, the Coach Mike Jones Walk-On song, and he also wrote Wild Lyle's song, Sanctified, that they're supposed to be playing on the 16th of uh, July.
1: Make sure they walk carefully to the building, because Lane's he may have movie traps set up to stop them. You know how he is.
0: Oh, my goodness, yeah. And have you heard from QT uh, lately?
1: I have not for, uh, oh, like a week and a half, two weeks or so.
0: Well, we might have to send out a search party because, yeah, I haven't heard from him either. And, you know, QT, he's a well-loved guy. We really appreciate all he's done. The founder of M&JD, John Ahonan, created Turnbuckle Turmoil. And then you helped it go over 10 years now with 1,700 shows, but we're forever indebted to QT Vokes.
1: Indeed. Many of Northwest Sports Entertainer has enjoyed a fruit fight thanks to his top nine and seven wrestler rankings. For sure. My goodness. I missed
0: that, too.
1: Coach, I don't know that handsome Nick Hamrick's going to make it today. So if he's not going to make it, maybe I should just be over to the Mandalay Bay and see if I can find Damian Cole. Because he seems to be there like every couple of days. He flies from Indianapolis International Airport to Las Vegas, and he goes to the Mandalay Bay. New era wrestling star cool. Damian Cole.
0: Definitely. Man, it would sure be an honor if you, you can get a green room with him. But you know me, I want a green right. room with everybody there is.
1: <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Did you know that Damien Cole was my late grandmother's favorite sports entertainer? No, I didn't. That's nice to know. Cool. Yeah, she right, loved well, Damian Cole. Sweet. He's a lovable she guy, She may right? have had the heat with Stomp and Steve when Stomp and Steve... Won the HPW title from Damian Cole when he flew abroad halfway across the country so he could have her win him the HPW heavyweight title, thus making it the greatest night of his life. Truly. Damn. Wow. Okay. Well, you don't think we should stay
0: on just in case
1: they come? I think they would have been here if they were coming. They confirmed. They may have forgot. They may have been called into work. I don't know, but um, and they, we'll work they may be on getting them rescheduled for sure. As uh, sometimes wacky things happen in West Virginia too, Coach. I don't know if you've ever been there. Wacky things can happen. <laughs> Not yet, but we do have a schedule that we can go over.
0: We got John, the the other Johnny Blades from Illinois coming on this this Sunday to to uh, finish off Blade Month.
1: We do indeed. Johnny Blade has wrestled in uh, Florida, all over the Midwest. He's lived in several places, including in Washington. All right, nice. I didn't know that. Indeed, we And then, we have, gonna be... and then uh, of course, in June, starting a week from today, we kick off Authors Month. Yeah, I'm really excited for that.
0: We got Rogers oh. and Colbertson next next Friday.
1: We do. They had two new books that have come out in the last few weeks. Which that's
0: three now. Excitement in the air, volume one and two, and Katie Bar the Door. All three are available on Amazon.
1: They are. Yeah, they they came out quick with those, quick like a bunny rabbit. Yes, and then we're going to start booking June here soon, or no, July,
0: excuse me. We're, we're on the June schedule right now. On the 5th of June, we got former Washington State champ Paragon.
1: Paragon champion in many, many different promotion. He wrestles all over the country. And then Friday the 10th of June, we got Gary Morgenstein. Welcoming back, Gary Morgenstein. Prolific author. He has a play that is getting pretty big right now. So we're glad to have him. One of the original PWI writers. Yes, and
0: I've got at least two of his books right now. One of them, Mound Over Hell. And what's the other ones he has?
1: A Fastball for Freedom.
0: Yes, I got that one too, yes.
1: Okay, and then on two... in the, me. It's a uh, trilogy. The third book yet to come out. It's going to be like another year, but it's a trilogy of books, one continuous story.
0: And let it let everybody know what the trilogy is about.
1: It's about the uh, dystopian future, and baseball ties into it. It's in a uh, post World War Three era where the United States fell to the countries in the Middle East and then the aftermath of such. Definitely. And then June
0: 12th, we've got a rescheduled date for the Stroh Maestro. Looking forward to that.
1: He was gorgeous George Third.
0: Yes, and he had quite the managers or valets with him.
1: Indeed. So the Memphis Love Ballets. They loved them.
0: Yeah. And even in WCW, he had some hotties. Indeed. And then uh, June 17th, we got a dual Authors Day. So it looks like we're going to be going the full two hours, it looks like. Well, see how it goes, of course. We got Matt Legit first. And then Nick Iggy also.
1: Yes, we do. Uh, Nick Iggy, of course, author of the hit joke book, There Is No Punchline, an independent pro wrestling joke book. Make sure you have yes. your ribs taped nice and heavy that day because I don't want you to break your ribs from laughing, coach. For
0: sure. And then Matt Legit, he's he's get, done quite a lot in the Northumentaries and Stuff like that, I really and then he's got quite the YouTube collection,
1: also. He does, and he has written several books as well.
0: Yeah, and then on June nineteenth, we have Evan Ginsburg, the producer of the movie The Wrestler, and also Three Hundred and Fifty Days, and he's written books himself, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be bringing some guests with him. Bill Bill Pierce. And Bobby Stiletto are possibly going to be on with him.
1: The whole crew.
0: And then to finish off Authors Month, June 24th, we got the one and only Jake Shannon. Man, I'm really impressed with him with his Times 10 10 promotion he has and his uh, scientific wrestling that he's done. He's a master of the craft, and I can't wait to hear from him.
1: Real pro wrestling is a very unique concept that he has. Yes. And
0: then June 26 we got returning Caden Cassidy. We had him on one time before. It was so good. And plus, he already told us he could only come on for half a show. But we got him again June 26. Hopefully, we get him for the whole show.
1: He is the current reigning defending timber pro wrestling heavyweight champion. Nice. And then we got a sweet. Uh,
0: Stomp and Steve made a sweet ad for the Authors Month. So that's really nice, too. Thank you,
1: Steve. If you need some posters made or some flyers or what have you, you supply Stomp and Steve with Star Wars gimmicks. They'll make it. Yes. We've already done that. He got the. The Phantom,
0: uh, Volume 1, the the Phantom, uh, I can't remember the Phantom name of Menace. it, but the Phantom Menace Yo-Yo, yes, from
1: myself. And then you gave him plenty of stuff. He even had some Mandalorian fruit snacks.
0: <laughs> yes. And then, of course, we'll be starting to book July here anytime now. We're hoping to get Shane Taylor back on, possibly the Northwest Nightmare. We're always open to have Jim Power on. Information that he's ready to come on like two months ago.
1: <laughs> Trying to get the bait sorted, sure.
0: Yeah. And then uh, some other people I'd like to see come on is is Judge Jesse out of the Midwest. Christina Von Erie, Ari Alexander, amongst others. But, of course, we haven't con- confirmed anything, but those people I'd love to have on. We've, we have talked in the Ari past. Ari Alexander,
1: about it. of course, uh, OVW's own. Yes,
0: and we have had talks with all of them about coming on, but haven't been able to lock nothing up yet.
1: Exactly. Ari Alexander's father, of course, former guest of this very program. Yeah, and then we always have an APB looking for Gary Cherry. We need Boshi to re-up his private eye license and track him down. He's not been seen or heard from in years. Definitely.
0: All right, well... And then also, you're down there in Vegas. Um, hopefully, maybe you get a chance to see Sin Bodie or Jenny Santana. And you know, of course, if all went well, we could possibly get a NGW green
1: room. <laughs> possibly. And a perfect... I'm even looking out for King Marcus Anderson. He's around here somewhere. Yeah, and of course
0: Thunder Rosa and Jericho and the rest of them. <laughs>
1: Yes, and don't forget Funny Bone. He's here in Vegas. Oh, yes. Yes,
0: he's been in the in the NGW Green Room and the Real School Army many times.
1: Yes. Big fan. Did you know that Nick Bockwinkle trained Funny Bone? No, I didn't. No wonder he's so good. He indeed did.
0: Then, hey, you might even get a chance to see Human tornadoes. He's
1: down there whirling away. He might be. Maybe he'll come in and he'll, like, spin around and give us a tornado punch. (laughs) Well, hopefully not. You never know. It is Las Vegas. That's true. All right. Well, I guess I
0: can give my plugs or unless you want to go first.
1: Uh, Go for it.
0: Okay. You can check me out tomorrow. On my podcast, the Coach uh, Coach Mike Jones Show podcast, it's at noon tomorrow. I've got some guests on. I've got Jeff the G is going to help me go over some MMA. I've got Seds from CPW is going to be coming on. Possibly Hank Miller. And then I'm pretty sure I'm going to have the people from Fitness Quest coming on to talk stuff they got coming up they got the biggest loser contest they got big prizes i think the top prize is 1500 bucks for the biggest loser contest that they're having in both auburn and puyallup and uh they kick those off may 31st and june 1st and then after that we're going to start getting some things set up up there so we're going to hopefully have some pro wrestling training at fitness quest in auburn with the real school army has some of the top trainers coming down there to teach pro wrestling. And then also you can check me out at the coach the coach with the most and coach Mike Jones on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Don't forget to check out one of the greatest factions in the world, the Real School Army, the NGW Green Room for hundreds of videos of wrestlers and celebrities from all over the world. The Seattle Mariners organizational report and the Cincinnati Reds organizational report that me and sign guy do coming up uh, July 16th at fitness quest SC or NGW and CPW and June 18th at the strawberry festival in Marysville, Washington. And also if you need a car in Auburn, or the Northwest, they got it online. Also, you can check them out at S and S Best Auto Sales in Auburn. Tell them Coach Mike Jones and Wild Lyle sent you. And also, if you need a tow in the Northwest, get a hold of Big Boys Towing and tell them the coach sent you.
1: I can confirm that I need at least ten toes. Oh well, I'm
0: glad that you. The Lord gave you ten toes, so. Good. Thank goodness. Ten toes and fingers, right? Yes. Okay. Don't any more. You don't need any more, or any less. So that's good.
1: All right. Anything else then, you need to
0: plug, Coach? And then we've got one match so far signed for the July sixteenth mat uh, show. We've got Moondog Ace going against Squatch. That should be quite the grudge match.
1: What started their beef? What's that? What started the beef if they have a grudge?
0: Well, they had that match at Key Center. That was quite the knockout dragout, the four-team tag team match. You remember your buddy Darth Carter was in that
1: match. I was in the back studying the rule book. I missed him. But I'm sure you studied the film. Well, I saw the film way afterwards, yeah.
0: And, of course, I did, I'm did. i always trying to look out for you. I was giving him a whooping from, from the ringside any time I got a chance to get my hands on him. He did poke me in the eye once, though. Through your sunglasses at that. Yeah, I know, yes. That's, that's some talent. And I heard Darth is going to be performing at uh, Marysville at the Strawberry Fest. He's got a match going. If they win, they could become the number one tag team contenders because Viento and Darth Carter have signed with the NGW coaches of the Real School Army for extra training for their match against Cole Crazy and Jack the Snack to, for number one contenders.
1: If they make it that far, because, you know, accidents happen. Darth Carter could get Lance deemed at any time. Exactly. And then
0: also I heard Darth Carter's going to be performing in the Battle Royal, which has some great stipulations also. If we get our Battle Royal Championship, that'll be icing on the cake. But other than the Battle royal Championship, that Battle royal stipulation is whoever wins the Battle royal is going to get a title shot July 16th in Auburn.
1: And I heard Darth Carter is going to be in that. Well, he might be the second person to get eliminated in that fashion then. Because I'll throw him out like that <laughs> myself. I know you would, exactly. And, and then... I've definitely
0: pretty much retired from wrestling, but to do you a favor, I might have to go in the
1: Battle Royal just to track him down for you. Well, you know what I always say when people say they've retired. What's
0: that exactly. uh, Remember when Don Basher
1: retired minutes before my match, and then he was back the very next week? Wow, I know. And then what about Sign of the Times episode 533? Well, that will be on the way. Look for that in the next couple of days.
0: I'm excited to see that. I, I love 532 and all the ones before that.
1: Including five thirty-one, which Dan Helsin did apparently view. All right, nice. What an honor. So, I'm how not saying he hasn't viewed would... every episode, but in particular that one, apparently. I've seen them all, and I've seen
0: uh, a good portion of your Star Trek uh, reviews. Those are impressive, also.
1: I try. So
0: you did the whole season um, or the whole batch of the original Star Trek, right? I am in the season 2 of the next generation. Okay, yeah, I didn't notice that. I just seen the the original Star Trek reviews.
1: Which you were all uh, over those two guys of next generation. Which was, it was a bit of a chore to get through season one and two, but we're working through it. And then you
0: you were all over the original Star Trek for how cheesy certain things were.
1: Some of it was bad, some of it was good. I let you know. And then some of that stuff has come true.
0: A lot of it has indeed. Yeah, Gene Roddenberry, Roddenberry was ahead of his time. And then you can't all forget right, well, our... Coach, do we
1: have anything else we need to get out there before we wrap this up and some of us beeline over to the Mandalay Bay? Well, no, I just want to let everybody know thank you so much for all your support and love and
0: and everything that the fans provide and, and the, they lift us up, and they keep us going, and they, you know, I'm just so grateful for everything. And then one of our our mascot, Chicken Bob, he flew all the way down there to Vegas. Boy, were his wings tired! They were, and he's been seen all over the place. He's getting recognized. Yeah. So maybe maybe he could say hi to Thunder Rosa for me. He might. And we sure do miss Lovelock.
1: Indeed so. That was a great show.
0: It was. And Debashi, what a guy, man. He's on there talking stuff that making Thunder Rosa gag. And then every time he'd say something like that, Thunder Rosa's reaction was, <clears throat> and guess what Debashi would do? He would say it again, so Thunder would go, again. eh, again. He must've, he must've, they must have went back and forth like 10 times. I don't know if Debashi was doing it on purpose or what, but I was just cracking up. I was like, how dare Debashi keep making her do the gag reflex? <laughs>
1: Poor Thunder. I know.
0: All right, well, how else do people reach
1: you on, th- on
0: social media?
1: faces the twitter at song i h p w over at the gram don't forget chicken bob on the gram chicken underscore bob underscore wrestling at the twitters chicken bob bob that's how you can find everything